This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chip and Roll Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. It was a beautiful evening that evening as we sat around the deck table, enjoying our burgers and hot dogs with our grandchildren. You know, the summer's just been so hot, but this evening was a nice break from that, and our grandson and granddaughter were with us for a week. And this was the perfect ending to a great day together. The conversation is always interesting when they're with us. You know, that evening we discussed the deer eating the apples from our trees, the turkeys that we saw in the pasture, the planets, the stars, the sunset, the list just goes on and on. Our grandson is seven, and he always has had a lot of great questions, deep questions, the questions like about heaven, about how did Jesus get from heaven to earth, those kinds of questions. So we knew we would have one coming, and it finally did. He was munching on his hot dog, and he turned the conversation to a whole new direction. Away from the insects and the bugs, he became serious, thoughtful. I wondered if he had been thinking about this question, contemplating it for a while, because he asked, what does religious mean? Now, that may sound like a simple question to you, what is religious, but actually, I think the question about heaven, about how Jesus came to earth, or why God made bugs, where does the rain come from? Those kinds of questions to me are much easier to deal with. They're kind of straightforward, but not this word. So my husband and I looked at each other as our, as four beautiful blue eyes watched us consider this word. And we said, well, it depends on what you mean. I mean, some use the word in the context of being really committed or dedicated to something. He tilted his head and furrowed his brow and looked even more confused. Well, that obviously wasn't it. So Papa asked, where did you hear the word? And he explained that he read about it in a book in the context of someone being religious. So my husband and I looked at each other again with that knowing look of, that's even more complicated. As my mind started searching for the, the right way to explain someone who is religious to a seven-year-old who's been taught about God his whole life, that people should follow God, the God of the Bible, I mean, he expects that. That's what we all want to do. He thinks that's what we all want to do. He sees the world as it should be, not as it, not as it is, complicated. And so the conversation got a little clunky, something like this. Well, someone who believes in a higher power or religion. So he asked, someone who believes in God? Uh, not necessarily. Not everyone who is religious follows the Bible. And I watched him trying to process the way I was stumbling through. He said, someone who worships God? Well, no. I said, not necessarily. Trying to explain the complications of how this word can describe a follower of God and someone who does not follow God. And trying to not confuse him as I became even more confused about how we got here with this word. This word that was first defined by God and now has evolved into something beyond that. And as I sat there thinking about all the religious things that were not religious and how to define this word accurately to support what God calls religion to the seven-year-old little boy, I thought about 
well, the Pharisees and the scribes that Jesus condemned in Matthew chapter 23, who professed to be religious and yet were hypocrites and placing their own ideas above God. They thought that they were religious and they didn't know God at all. And they denied Christ. And then I considered, you know, when Jesus said that not everyone who is religious or says, Lord, Lord, claiming to know him will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only those who do the will of his father who is in heaven. Matthew chapter 7, verses 21 through 22. And then there's Matthew chapter 22, verse 37, where Jesus declared that we must love the Lord with our everything, our heart, our soul, our strength, our mind, all of us. That's religious. And then there's the action of religion spelled out to care for others in James chapter one, the widows and the orphans and those in need. There are a lot of complicated ideas to consider in that word religious or that, you know, on the surface seems so simple and yet has, has become so very complicated. We attempted again and again to explain to him that, you know, some people believe in God, but not the God of the Bible and they call themselves religious and they may call themselves Christians, but they don't follow what God says in the Bible. So not everyone who is religious is a Christian, and not everyone who is a Christian, unfortunately, is religious. Well, his eyes lit up. He sat up and said, right, only those who obey God and do what God says in the Bible. Yeah, and that was that. And the discussion was over for him. And he finished his chips, and he was on to another subject. That's all that he needed. See, for him, it was just that easy. It was, it was that simple. Now, I know, I know, he will learn that there is a more broad definition as he gets older. He will, unfortunately, see the confusion in the world around him. And he will learn, he will learn that others define religion and religious in a more complex way. That there are some who call themselves religious who do not follow the Bible. And he will, unfortunately, learn that there are some who say they follow God and they are not religious. But, hopefully, he will be well grounded by then. And, and hopefully, he will remember that it really is simple. It was a beautiful evening that evening. The burgers were... They were cooked just right. The hot dogs were seconds worthy. And the conversation was, well, thought-provoking for sure. It always is when our grandchildren are around. They have great questions, you know, that, that often remind me what Jesus said about children. Unless you become like a little child, you cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. Matthew chapter 18, verses 2 through, three, two through 5. Just obey. Acts chapter 2, verse 38. And it may seem complicated, but it's really not. It's just that. Pretty simple and religious. Perhaps, perhaps we're just making it too complicated. You know, messing up the words, evolving them to broaden our modern perspectives, to encompass our worldview. Yet it really is not that complicated, is it? I mean, even a seven-year-old can understand. It's obedience. It's doing the will of the Father who's in heaven, according to Jesus. 
It's just that simple. And it is for this. That we just, you know, stop creating confusion. And remember that God is not the author of confusion. It's time to just stop evolving his words and complicating his message. It is for this that I bow my knees today. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.